Hello, welcome to episode 17 of the Phillies Focus Pod. I'm your host, Lucas. On today's show, we'll be going over the struggling offense after losing five out of the last six, and the unfortunate news on Andrew Painter, Bryce Harper's debut at first base, uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez's pending return, what to do with Noah's song, and the approaching trade deadline. So without further ado, let's get this show started. Everyone was asked their favorite superheroes. You said Scooby-Doo. I, I didn't realize Scooby-Doo was a superhero. Can you kind of explain his superhero lore? I mean, well, first off, he's a dog, right? And he can talk. Fair enough. Okay. All right. So what's going on with this offense, huh? Um, bit of a dry spell. It was one thing against Corbin Burns, but um, some of the pitchers, I mean, to get kind of shut down uh, on Wednesday and then also uh, by Cleveland on Saturday and now on um, against... I'm sorry, against Baltimore last night as well. So, yeah, looking back on last week, the three games against Milwaukee and Cleveland, um, stole one in the beginning of the season, 4-3, to three, or in the beginning of the series. Then we uh, dropped 5-3 uh, to three and got shut out 4-0 uh, to zero to end the series, losing the series against Milwaukee, which was... A big series, um, considering possible tie-breaking scenarios um, at the end of the season. So that one hurt. Um, traveled into Cleveland, lost a tough one on Friday, six to five. Spoiled a really solid Zach Wheeler outing on Saturday. Got shut out. Lost only one and nothing. Wheeler went seven innings, only gave up one run with eight strikeouts and only one walk. Um, so really wasted a good game by him. On Saturday, kind of stole a game that we may not have, or may, should may not have won, I should say. Um, on Sunday, Aaron Nola pitched really well. Uh, seven innings, only three runs allowed, but did give up two home runs. Um, were able to get into extra innings after Craig Kimbrell uh, had his first blown save, blew a 4-3 to three game. With two outs in the bottom of the ninth, it gave up a home run, um, and then a uh, four-run top of the tenth uh, gave the Phillies the lead, which they would hold on. But things did get interesting. Um, they the Cleveland scored a run in the bottom tenth and had the bases loaded with nobody out, with Jose Ramirez up. Um, Junior Marte came in the game at that point and and did a phenomenal job. Stranded the bases loaded. Got three outs, um, I believe two pop-ups, and a ground out to uh, to close the game. So much-needed victory to close out that series. And then um, and then went right into it on Monday against Baltimore, uh, a really tough one. Uh, yeah, just a couple things didn't quite go their way. They had uh, Johan Rojas had two singles, but he, um, he had what should have been a double in the fifth inning, a ball dropped in center field that was called an out. Should have been reviewed, would have been overturned, um, but was not reviewed because Rob Thompson said that 
they uh, they didn't get the right angle in time. So just kind of inexcusable there to miss that one. Um, it was so clearly a a, a base hit. Um, and then uh, yeah, they were able to tie it at two to two. Um, and then in the top of the ninth, Craig Kimbrell has two outs with the man on either second or third, but facing a hitter that whose average had dropped to 105 on the season. Looped one into shallow left field right by the foul line, and uh, Schwarber, Kyle Schwarber could not make the catch. He laid out for it, went off the tip of his glove, um, and that ended up being the difference in the game, so they dropped that one 3-2. Um, to two. So that was, that was a tough one um, that they definitely sh- could have won, maybe should have won. Wasted a uh, career-high seven-inning game out of Christopher Sanchez, who had eight strikeouts. Um, they just can't seem to get that guy any run support. He uh, get get to that a little more at the end of the show, but um, yeah. So all in all, dropped five of their last six. Um, they've been they were shut out two out of three games to end Milwaukee and to start Cleveland. Um, yeah, things are just not uh. Not clicking right now offensively. Trace Turner Turner continues his downward spiral. Um, also defensively now had two really um, head-scratching errors last night that were uh, really no excuses for him not to make those plays. Um, got ejected in the, in the fifth inning on what was a strike. Uh, he was arguing it was low, but it was a strike, so you can... You can just see his frustration starting to boil over in every aspect of the game. So um, really not looking good from a psychological standpoint right now with whatever is going on with Trey Turner. He uh, He's clearly trying too hard. He's clearly um, all over the place, constantly uh, tweaking his uh, plate appearance approach in terms of, um, you know, having a step in, having a, a foot tap, um, Things of that nature. So there's been zero consistency all year long outside of being consistently um, subpar and, and mediocre. So yeah, I don't I don't know uh, exactly where we go from here in terms of this offense. I do believe they're gonna um, start to click again. Um, this is just a very very short stretch, a very short six-game stretch. And like I said, the one victory, we did score eight runs, albeit four in the 10th. But um, outside of that, scored four, three, zero, zero, and three. Um, so, yeah, uh, we need, hopefully, Bryce Harper can start to turn on more power. Um, I did have to scratch my head to be shut out you know, two out of the last four games. Um, and then to roll out that lineup last night that Rob Thompson rolled out was just uh, was so laughable. I mean, you had Josh Harrison batting six. Josh Harrison batting batting six, a guy who should not even be on this team. Um, but Gary, well, yeah, you have to give Real Muto a break. So, so you had Stubbs batting eighth. Um, had Rojas batting nine against a right-handed pitcher. Um, and then uh, who did you have batting seventh? Forget who was batting seventh. Oh, Jake Cave, who they have playing first base with one career 
game at first base recently in triple a all this talk about bryce harper and how and it's like well yeah just throw jake cave there um yeah there's some things with this team that i that i don't quite understand um but uh yeah i do have faith that they'll start to figure it out now kind of uh touching on some we uh news of the last week andrew painter the unfortunate news that many of us expected, which is Tommy John. He was meeting with the doctor in Los Angeles yesterday that um, does most of the major Tommy John surgeries, did Bryce Harper's. Um, so I couldn't, I wasn't able to find news as of this episode whether or not it was confirmed, but um, it was all but confirmed before the meeting yesterday. So he should be having Tommy John tomorrow. Um, so that does ensure that he will miss the entirety of the 2024 season. How about that? Um, and then uh, hopefully should be back at some point in 2025. I think at this point, because the 2025 season would essentially be a, um, a regurgitation of what this year was supposed to be, which was easing him into the majors and uh, easing his innings count uh going forward trying to get him to around like 130 innings so i wouldn't be surprised if they if he returns around this time of year in 2025 for the home stretch um so we'll see about that um but yeah very very disappointing news for the youngster and for the phillies organization i mean when you think back to that March 2nd outing down in Clearwater against the Twins, how, how exciting and how, how nothing. All things were looking up um, for Andrew Painter and this starting rotation as far as this year was concerned. And, um, yeah, what a fall from grace ever since that, that day. And, uh, you know, um, but I guess the good news is get this out of the way early. He still should only be 22 by the time he debuts in the majors, ultimately. Um, a lot of work, a lot of time to uh, to pass until that day comes. But um, it's certainly not the end of the world. It just definitely puts a damper on this season and next season. But um, could be a blessing in disguise in terms of the long-term outlook of Painter. Um, so I'll keep tabs on that for next episode, see how the... If the surgery um, was ha- has occurred and um, and how it went and how things are looking. Um, other news: Bryce Harper debuted at first base on Friday, had the day off on Saturday, and played again on Sunday. Um, looked really good. Uh, made some really good plays. He had that play. Um, I believe it was in the uh, in Cleveland's dugout uh, where he went over the railing and into the uh <coughs> into the uh netting that was there um and made the catch had some really hard liners and grounders hit towards him and uh definitely looks like he belongs so far so good so um that'll open up the uh the outfit left field position for the trade de- trade deadline if we can acquire um either a right-handed bat or even if we um you know, can get a lefty and like uh, some lefties available. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about it needing to be a right-handed bat, but um, when you look at this lineup out of the eight regulars, it's split right down the middle, four and four. Um, 
and you face way more righties than you do lefties anyway. So um, I don't really understand why there's such an emphasis on the right-handed bat. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if there's a lefty available, I don't see any reason why you don't go for uh, for that hypothetical player. But um, but anyway, yeah, Bryce Harper looked really good. Um, so optimism there moving forward. He should start. Hopefully start to transition to an everyday uh, or a more regular type of player. Maybe uh, maybe like five out of six games type thing. Get one day off a week. Um, and we don't have to see uh, Jake Cave suiting up there. Yeah, so many, so many odd things are going on. I mean, Derek Hall um, was sent down rather quickly um, after... Uh, you know, not performing. I guess uh, it is at a point where you have to perform, but you you got to give some guys time. I mean, look at look at what Trey Turner's doing, and you know he's not getting any any off days or anything. So, but um, but yeah, a lot of things to look forward to with Harper there. Um, here is some audio of Rob Thompson after uh, Harper's debut at first base uh, and his thoughts and observations. Yeah, he really played well. I mean, just diving plays and, and fielded ground balls effortlessly and, and under control and calmly. You know, and he makes that play in the camera while it scared everybody. Three accountants passed out upstairs. <laughs> but other than that, we're good. So, yeah, obviously a lot of uh, nerves when Harper went over that railing into the netting there. But um, nonetheless, hell of a catch. Hell of a catch uh, that he was able to make there. Um, so we'll uh, we'll see how that works out going forward. Only uh, one week, one week till the day until the trade deadline, um, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, so some injury updates: Sir Anthony Dominguez uh, should be returning tonight. Um, he threw twice in AAA for Lehigh Valley. Um, pitched well in both outings. Thompson did say there was a possibility of him. Uh, Having one more rehab uh, appearance, but it looks like he should be activated and ready to go tonight against Baltimore. So, um, missed about five weeks. Uh, this bullpen really missed his contribution. So, hopefully we get um, Sir Anthony back in the swing here and get uh, get his season on track. He's been he's had some a really good stretch of about thirteen or fourteen games where he was. Um, I think only gave up like one run in about 14 or 15 innings stretch, but um, sandwiched outside of that was a really tough start to the year, and he was struggling a little bit with uh, with command before he went down with this injury. So hopefully he comes back fresh, rejuvenated, and ready to go for these uh, final two months of the year. So very encouraging to get him back. Um, Alvarado has started playing catch from 90 feet, and um, it's still still very much up in the air uh, if and when he ca- he can be returning. Um, right now, it kind of looks like uh, sometime in mid-August seems realistic after a rehab uh, assignment in the minors, but um, nonetheless encouraging that he has started playing catch from a, a decent decently long distance so we'll keep tabs on that moving forward christian pache had surgery on um july 17th to remove a 
screw that was protruding from his elbow, um, a screw that he had put in there before his major league career started in 2015. So um, must have been a poor, uh, poor surgery or something not to last. So the fact that it's, it was see, it could be visibly seen uh, through his skin sounds a little, uh, <laughs> a little, what's the word, unsettling, I guess, to me. But um, he had still up in the air about his recovery timeline from quotes and reports that I've been able to gather it seems real it seems like um Thompson did say he would he will definitely be returning this season um it seems like maybe a uh this could be over optimistic but um also sometime in mid-August uh could be a timeline for his uh eventual eventual return to the team um so uh Another update is Noah's song. The time is running out to make a decision on Noah's song. He has uh, been pitching for Lehigh Valley in AAA as well, and um, he pitched uh, two innings uh, over the weekend for the first time. He he uh, struggled a little bit, gave up a triple in the first inning, and um, gave up a single then so gave up one run one walk with a strikeout on uh i believe it was 26 pitches um his second inning came back out only only needed eight pitches to get out of it um but uh his velocity did drop by about two miles per hour from the first inning pitch to the second inning pitch so time is running out they it is pretty incredible this guy hasn't pitched uh baseball whatsoever since 2019 due to his service in the military and um so in a lot of ways he's actually seems to be above schedule i mean he, he got up to 96 down in clearwater uh in the beginning of july um so the stuff's still there and he's easing back into it now the the unfortunate reality is due to the situation of him being a um a rule five draft pick from boston um, he does need to be on the active roster for 90 consecutive days, and that service time uh, begins on Friday. So they they have to make their decision on Noah's song and what they're going to do with him by Friday. Um, he could, if they don't plan to carry him on the 40-man roster, they could either trade him or um, he would go through waivers or uh, ultimately go back to Boston. Um so decisions to be made i mean people are saying like on a team in the playoff hunt that you every rotate or every uh roster spot is so imperative and so important um you can't really hide a guy even as a uh, a mop-up guy in a blowout this and that but my argument to that almost like the this narrative around needing a right-handed bat and how we're already split split four four um my response to, you know, the fear of carrying Noah Song on this ball club in a in a playoff run um, is we have we've had Dylan Covey for what about two months now, so I mean, is it what is the fear there? Um, we've been hiding Dylan Covey very pitches extremely seldomly, mostly in blowouts or double headers or games when our bullpens are just straight taxed. But um, I don't. S- I don't see how it can possibly get worse than Dylan Covey. So it'll be interesting to see what Dombrowski um, 
ends up deciding in terms of uh, Noah Song and his future with the Phillies. So we uh, keep tabs on that, and we'll see uh, how that all shakes out. By Again, by Friday, uh, he will need to be on this uh, 26-man roster um, moving forward, or uh, or his Phillies career as of now would be over. Um, which brings us to the trade deadline that is rapidly approaching. We are one week away. Um, next Tuesday, August 1st at 6 p.m. Eastern time is the deadline for trade. So um, I might be doing a, a, a special episode of the podcast on deadline day. Live updates as it's happening. Um, a lot of rumors have been coming out. For the Phillies and their interest in Tommy Pham uh, for the Mets, who is actually leading the team in OPS this season. Um, Boston Red Sox picked him up at the deadline last year from Cincinnati, and he played well for them as well. Um, I don't know. It kind of seems like a low-bar acquisition to me. Um, he's certainly playing at his ceiling he is uh he reminds me a lot of Josh Bell last year. Josh Bell for the Nationals was a really hot commodity at the uh at the deadline who ended up getting moved in the the Juan Soto trade to San Diego and um he was just never the same after that deadline. He was playing very much over his head, um gained a lot of value because of it and he uh he has since very very much fallen back to earth and hardly did anything in that playoff uh stretch for the Padres last year so that kind of reminds me of Tommy Pham this year I don't see his production continuing he will be regressing um to his norm which is about a slightly over um 700 OPS player so uh certainly not I think right now he's at um like 827 OPS so that is um unsustainable so I really hope the Phillies don't give up any, um, really any type of prospect package to acquire him from the Mets. Um, another guy whose name is constantly popping up and really all over right now is Cody Ballinger. Um, as I predicted, well, I did predict the Cubs would have a, uh, a very nice year this year and they've been up and down. They're still, um, kind of treading water this and that but it does look like they'll most likely be sellers and uh Cody Ballinger huge bounce back year best year since his uh his MVP season um up to this point in 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 this season and uh he is a lefty um which again you know is contradictory to the Phillies uh asking prices right now or what they're searching for rather but um yeah he's just crushing the ball he's uh He's hitting for power. He can. He's a former Gold Glove winning outfielder, and uh, he can run the bases. He's kind of low overall package right now while his offense is clicking. So perfect example how a change of scenery can really revive a player's career. He was um, totally lost in in the dot with the Dodgers for um, the last couple of years, and what a bounce back year. So he is a rental. Uh, Chicago gave him 17 mil on a one-year deal this year, so he would be a rental. Um, I saw a possible proposed trade, speaking of uh, Noah Song, that um, I believe it was on The Athletic. There was someone, a writer, hypothesized whether or not like Noah Song and Connor Brogdon 
could potentially be enough to move the needle on a Ballinger trade. I doubt it, um, but maybe the two of them with one more uh, slightly lower-level prospect um, could get it done, in which case I would definitely pull that trigger. Um, that would You could slot him right into left field. Nice power bat. He could definitely bat uh, somewhere, anywhere between three and five. Um, uh, and another guy that has been on my wish list for a very long time now, Adam Duvall, who would fit the mold that this team is searching for and needs perfectly. Um, very above average outfielder. Um, very good power from the right-handed side. The problem is uh, the Red Sox, as of now, are only uh, two to two and a half out of the wild card race. So not so sure if they're going to be selling or not. Um, their GM, Chain Bloom, has a, he had a history last year of a duel. He, he sold and bought. You know, he sold Christian Vasquez and he bought Tommy Pham. And uh, so they have some younger prospects that they could want to give a look at as well as um, shipping out their expiring contracts to try to replenish um, more depth. So th- he could potentially be acquired by some of the Phillies' um, pitching depth in the minors. They have some uh, relief pitchers that have been skyrocketing up the uh, their organizational rankings. And uh, so it's still, if there's a chance... Um, you know, Dabrowski has a history with Boston, obviously. Um, if there's a chance of acquiring Duvall, he would be uh, my number one offensive target. Um, also been hearing rumors about adding to bullpen depth. Um, there are a couple guys in St. Louis who looks like they'll be selling with the Mets. Um, not sure what the Padres are doing yet, but it does look like the Cards will be selling and there's some really uh, high-velocity guys in the bullpen. Obviously, Ryan Helsley, who was Phillies fans, will always remember him for um, giving up Game 1 of the Wild Card Series against the Phillies uh, last year, losing his command. Now, he did suffer an injury at the end, very end of September that definitely contributed to his lack of command in that inning um, because he was he was lights out last year as their closer <clears throat> and he throws very high velocity um, he's been on the 60 day IL for quite some time now but it does look like he should be returning um, within the next couple weeks so that could be a possible acquisition as well as um, another very hard throwing um, righty out of the Cardinals bullpen Jordan Hicks um, I believe I don't have the exact numbers on me, so, um, but it was something around where he had like almost 300 pitches above 100 miles an hour this year so far, um, and the article was like, to put that in comparison, um, Jose Alvarado's had like 45 or something of that nature, so Jordan Hicks seems to be one of the hardest throwers in the game right now uh, with really electric stuff, so... Um, those are two uh, players to possibly keep an eye on, and it does seem like the Phillies are still looking to add starting pitching depth, um, which, again, I I would go high and target someone like Dylan Cease. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what Dombrowski is able to do as this deadline approaches and after, um, after the end of the series versus Baltimore and uh, the weekend series versus Pittsburgh where, where things are looking like, if we can maybe 
turn around and win maybe um, four out of these next five or at least go three and two. Um, and will put us in better position to see what we're looking at um, for the final two months of the year. Um, so speaking of looking for depth in our starting pitching, how about Christopher Sanchez? Um, he has been a godsend since uh, being recalled up in mid-June. He has six starts since the middle of June um, in tune to a 2.61 ERA. Uh, he has not allowed more than three runs in any of his eight starts uh, this season so far. Um and his last four games uh, came against Tampa Bay, San Diego, Milwaukee, and Baltimore. So it's not exactly like he's going out and doing this against the A's and the Royals and the Nationals every game, you know. Um, so hats off to Christopher Sanchez. Thank God he's been able to stabilize things the way he has and save our bullpen some uh, some work and bad news is we're not getting him any run support um he's still in search in spite of six starts at a 261 era and eight starts of three runs or less he's still in search of his first win this year so um i guess more of a testament to the uh how this offense can be so sporadic and struggle in the capacity that they do um but, uh, yeah, things are looking good for Sanchez now. Um, not sure if he will um, fall into the plans in terms of August, September, and ultimately October yet. But um, but for now, uh, he's been one of our uh, one of our best pitchers in the last um, in the last month, honestly. So it's been uh, really good to see. I got two lefties in the rotation as of now with him and Suarez, who uh, Suarez has been struggling as well. But um, yeah, so a lot to figure out these next five games, as well as leading up to next Tuesday's deadline and Noah Song and potential offensive and pitching acquisitions. Um, it should be a very different, different uh, episode, different looking team by this point next week. Um, so yeah, we'll see how it all shakes out. Um, so tonight on the mound. In game two against Baltimore, a very fitting matchup of uh, Taiwan Walker going against former Philly Kyle Gibson, um, who started off the year really well with Baltimore, has been struggling of late. So um, Gibson going against ultimately who was signed to be his replacement in Taiwan Walker tonight at 640 at the bank. Um, tomorrow, uh, I guess I've been complaining a lot, right? The first, the lefty-righty bat narrative thing, um, and then the Noah Song, Dylan Covey thing, and now, so tomorrow night they have a uh, a 6.05 uh, start time, and it's, it's like, what is the point of that? Like, you play 6.40 every night, uh, a lot of Wednesday games have been afternoon games, so you just move it up 35 minutes because... Because why, <laughs> really? Like, what is the point of a 6.05 start time? And I'm annoyed because I have a meeting until 8 o'clock tomorrow night. So that uh, that cost me a couple innings that I won't get to uh, to follow along with. So anyway, I digress. Tomorrow night, 6.05 start time. Got Ranger Suarez going against Kyle Bradish. Um, Kyle Bradish, or Bradish potentially, Um has been pitching really well for Baltimore this year. He has a 3.05 ERA. He is a righty at least. Um, so, uh, so hopefully the Phillies can get back on track 
definitely tonight versus Gibson. I mean, imagine Gibson going like eight innings, giving up three hits tonight. Uh, that would be a nightmare, but I don't see that happening. I see them uh, getting on track tonight, hopefully carrying it into the game tomorrow, and uh be really nice to see Suarez have a bounce-back game. He hasn't been looking so great for a, uh, a number of starts now, so I look for him... Um, to uh to come back tomorrow and regain some of his stuff that he was uh carrying us through the month of june um so then uh then we have an off day on thursday travel to pittsburgh for a weekend series um 705 games friday and saturday 135 to close out the week on sunday we should have uh, nola followed by wheeler followed by christopher sanchez with his second start of the week so That'll do it for episode 17 of the Phillies Focus Pod. Again, uh, please be sure to follow me on Twitter. That is at Phillies Focus um, for all your Phillies news updates and show postings. Um, So, again, yeah, we'll see how this week shakes out. I look for them to split against Baltimore and take two or three against Pittsburgh to finish these last five games three and two. So look forward to being back next week. Should have plenty to talk about in regards to the deadline and uh, and where this team is looking like going into the final two months of the year. Um, so alrighty, once again, my name's Lucas. Uh, thank you for listening, and go Phillies. <laughs>